At the Decker School of Nursing, we have spent the last four years crafting and refining our simulation process. We started off with two low-fidelity mannequins and have expanded to include an entire family of high-fidelity mannequins. Our program will soon be enhanced by a birthing simulator and two updated sim men. So simulation in the beginning when we first started doing them here was um, you know, in the lab we had a curtain and the faculty would sit behind the curtain and run the simulation and the students would be on the other side with sim man or the sim child and you know it was kind of like the Wizard of Oz where we would talk through the curtain and it didn't really give that sense of a true clinical experience because we were still in the room with them um, and they really had to pretend a lot that they were in a clinical situation. I think that we've come a long way in that respect in terms of appreciating that there's value in uh, staff and faculty providing the narrative as compared to relying strictly on what Sim Man says because oftentimes we in the beginning we would fumble with what do we want him to say and there'd be a little break in the action while we tried to come up with the most appropriate comment for him to make and it wasn't it, it lacked some of the um, process of what you would expect in real life. The physical space has recently been expanded to include two newly renovated simulation labs, a state-of-the-art control room, and two multi-purpose rooms for debriefing and or general instruction. The larger simulation room can be easily reconfigured to meet the needs of the scenario. It allows us to run any two human patient simulators at once, giving students an opportunity to assess and prioritize care, or one patient simulator for a more focused assessment. One of its features is a glass wall that allows easy viewing into the simulation space. Our second room is smaller and more closely resembles a patient room. But both rooms are well equipped with head walls, simulating suction and oxygen therapy, diagnostic tools, working sinks, medication and crash carts. Our control room is between the two simulation labs. From this room, our instructors can view the simulations live through the security camera or by looking through the one-way glass. There are speakers inside the simulators that allow us to be the voice of the patient and working telephones that let the students experience communicating with other members of the healthcare team. Hey, Mr. Sampson, how are you doing? My name's Patrick, this is Stephanie. We're gonna be your nurses today. Uh, I don't feel good. What's going on? What are you feeling? Do you have a lot of chest pain? Yeah. Is it radiating anywhere? Do you feel it anywhere else? It's in my jaw, in my arm. In your jaw? All of the simulations can be viewed live from any computer on our network, allowing instructors or visitors to view a simulation without directly influencing the students. The piece that became very evident that was important that I felt as a clinical instructor and the teachable moment piece came within that debriefing and early on of course the students had their eyes down didn't really want to see themselves in action but it was amazing of what they even picked up as far as what their um, tonality of voice and how they presented themselves in a clinical situation and what they looked and sounded like so that was a real eye-opening uh, moment for them. The other thing that um, I've really noticed change over the last few years is that we're able to identify objectives right on the screen uh, for the students so that when they're coming back to have that debriefing opportunity, they actually can, to, they can actually identify what they did and what we noted uh, in terms of, for example, being able to go in and hand wash or identify the patient or place oxygen on. All of that is now actually part of the debriefing process as well.
I think we've come a long way in terms of the process, in terms of let's focus on what worked. Let's focus on how that worked for you, why it worked, what might you do differently in the future, and allowing different people on the, in the team, the team of students, to uh, comment on how they think the process went and how, um, how it might translate to what would happen in real life and how you might be able to uh, modify your behavior in a real life situation. The addition of this space allows us to dramatically increase the ease and frequency we can provide simulation for our students. This gives them an opportunity to practice skills that they may not have had a chance to in the clinical setting, with the comfort of knowing that they're in a safe learning environment. The students love simulation. They want to do it again and again after they've done it. There's always that first-time nervousness that they have. Um, but now with the new simulation rooms that we have, they don't even realize that they're being taped or that they're being watched and monitored, um, and they really enjoy the experience.